Alright, episode 10. Let's get to it. Alright then everybody, welcome back today to a new episode of Thrive and Talks Podcast. It's your host, Joseph Vasquez. We are here in episode 10. One, zero. No, one, zero. I think that's what it looks like better on camera because I'm reversed on your side. So episode 10. It's not 10 videos, but I mean it's episode 10. Uh, the first four episodes, they were they were not recorded. They're audios, but it's okay because you you can still access them. They're on Spotify, one through four, boom. I like I have a couple things to talk about today, but I'm very excited that we made it to episode ten. That's why. So, congratulations on making it to episode ten, Joseph. Congratulations, congratulations on making it to episode ten, babe. You made it to episode ten. Huh? On today's episode. I got like two things to talk about. I got a segment that I'm gonna pull out that I've been doing a segment that I didn't even know was a segment, but I'm gonna make it into a segment since I always wanna show you guys fire products. We're gonna implement a new segment today. And then I'm gonna show you guys the before I show you guys the product, I wanna get into episode 10 of Thriving Talks podcast. <laughs> and of they were just voice. The first four episodes, I want to tell you guys, because um, I wanted to get used to the camera. Like, you can tell Catherine, I left her here, like, for to go use the restroom break, and she was talking to the camera. It was hard. It was hard, huh, babe? You didn't even put it in. <laughs> I left you in there. It's in there. Oh. Did you want me to put your funny stuff in there that you didn't know how to talk to the camera? And that's what I'm asking you. Was it hard? Yes, you it just was. You just made yourself. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes, uh, it's very hard talking to this camera. So the first four episodes, so I could get used to talking in a podcast form, in a podcast way. I did it in front of my computer with just a mic and some headphones. And I was dropping data sets. There were 15, 20-minute episodes. I was still trying to do it. Long episodes, long formatted. So episode 10, video. Episode 5, video. Episode 6, 7, 8, 9, video. We got this. We got this. We're on the roll. Uh, if you guys see me looking off again to the right, it's because I got my iPad. That's where we got the notes. I wanted to just understand mainly like what podcasting or not what podcasting because I know it's in the studio. It's way different. But what even just talking to a camera would feel like. So that's why the first four episodes, they're not recorded. I wanted to get the intro down. Like, I still get kind of nervous to do the intros and stuff like that. But, I mean, we got to get through it. It is what it is. It's just a camera. It's nothing too big. It's nothing too serious. But the moment you face the camera the other way, <laughs> she's already <laughs> laughing. Because you just get nervous. Like, you just get nervous. Like, I don't know what it is that the moment a camera is pointed at you and you know you're recording for a certain reason, it's like, ah, okay. I got I to gotta get to it. I got to get right. So... Yeah. Um, I'm glad. Basically, I wanted just the like the beginning of it. One thing that I'm talking about is episode ten that I'm here that I made it here because, as you guys can see, it's a to me it's a big thing because I feel like then after this comes episode twenty, after this comes thirty, after this comes forty, fifty end the year off at 52 or something like that because there's only 52 weeks in the year so come on now that's that's when the first season is going to end as well 
season one of Thrive and Talks podcast is going to end whenever I uploaded my first um, uh, podcast. And if I'm right, that was in October. So next year of October, like the end of October. This season, year. Well, this year. Season one, done. Then after October 2024, entering November 2024, season two of Thrive and Talks podcast. And yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of things that we got to work on. It's a lot of things that we got to get to because, I don't know, man, it's hard work. It's hard work doing this stuff, especially when you're in public places and you see people <laughs> walking behind me and you see people walking in front of me. So it's like, damn, bro. huh? And I don't want to say it like that, but my are getting a little bit more packed where we came from. But it's okay. It's okay. Got our grapes because uh, I just ate like half a pupusa and like chicken wing earlier. That was about it. This episode's not gonna be as long as maybe the 25s, the 28s, the 26 minute episodes. Um, I have just that I wanted to implement about the segment. And then I know, I don't know if maybe some of you guys are thinking, like, what's this fool wearing on his head? Or like, is it cold or something? Like, does he have a scarf on his head? Like, what the it fuck is, is going on? It's cold. <laughs> Very. It's cold. If I were to turn the camera, she's wearing sweats, two, two sweaters. Told her to put on a scarf and a hoodie, but she didn't want to wear a scarf or a hoodie. So now that she's saying it's very cold. Me, my head is warm, though. My head is warm. The only thing that is cold that is going to be my hands. I'm like, whatever. But um, this is the part where it's going to get educational. It's going to get the data set that I'm going to drop. It's just going to be a data set um, of nothing political. Nothing to that we're gonna get what side are you on or nothing like that. At the end of this, you will understand what side I stand on. You will understand maybe what my views are. I'm not gonna explain it. I'm not gonna get into it because I feel like it's too early for the channel. But I wanna start just showing that what's around my head is called a kufia. And a kufia is a type of head wrap that is war in the Middle Eastern side of the world. A lot of parts of the Middle Eastern side of the world wear this type of head wrap. You might also hear of things called turbans. So some turbans, they could also be worn as head wraps. Um, turbans are a little bit different to a kufia. A kufia could be also called as a scarf. Um, it's a huge, huge scarf. Like it's pretty big and there's different ways to wrap it. There's different ways to tie it. So it's really all up to you. Uh, the way that I'm doing it right now, it's basically like the, tra not the traditional way, but definitely the easiest way that I found on all of everything. Where we got this at, it was a Lebanese woman. So a lot of like, the, the side of the world that speaks Arabic, they know about kufiyas. Even if you like, wasn't born in that country, your family or something like that they're known they're knowledgeable in the kufiyas so the kufiya i want to tell you guys is that it's a statement piece so especially a white and black one i don't know if you guys have been seeing it around a nice white and black scarf but that white and black scarf signifies something very important it signifies resilience it signifies a stand it signifies standing up it signifies unity 
It signifies strength. It signifies a lot of things for a lot of particular people in the world, a specific group in general. Kufias are worn around the world by different regions and different ethnicities and different like countries. One of the countries being is going to be Saudi Arabia. When you go to Saudi Arabia, you're going to see a lot of people in a red one. That red one, if I'm right, it's not for them or it's not that that's theirs. But the pattern that is on that red one specifically is known to be a Saudi Arabian pattern and stuff like that. So kufiyas, that's why they're also like unique in that certain way. A certain kufiyah with a certain pattern can be from a certain place. So that's pretty cool if you think about it. Uh, as of right now, the white and black one, the white and black kufiyah that maybe you guys have been seeing going around, that is going to be for the Palestinian people that are out there in Palestine as of right now, in Gaza or in the West Bank or in different parts of um, Palestine. The reason why that white and black one or a kufiyah could be a symbol of resilience or not resilience, but that you stand for what is yours. You stand for not being taken down or wiped off off this earth. Um, you could look at it as in a way where this is all facts and this is all true. At the end of this, you, get, you guys can look any of this up. It is all facts. It's simple as just to say that it's nothing religious and it's nothing that it pertains to a certain group, if I'm correct. But in the 1930s and way before that, people were wearing this in the Middle Eastern and stuff like that because of how cold or how hot the desert could get. Either during the daytime, the desert could get very hot. So in the 1920s and in the 1930s, farmers would wear this type of kufiyah to block the sun from their heads and they would go work in their fields and plant and do stuff like that. I know that earlier on, a certain color was worn, if I'm correct, by warriors that used to fight in the Middle Eastern side. I can't tell you exactly which one, but I do know that kufiyas um, were worn way, way back then when big wars were fought for territories that are now named different territories. Just like how a certain group is trying to do to a certain group. Just like how if you go to Apple Maps right now and look up Palestine on your Apple Maps, why is it not there? Why is there a different name on it? Why is there a different country on it? Also for the same reason as in why people tend to like the kufiya, the white and black one, so much and have respect for it. Because the way that it started off first was and why a kufiya is such like a an important part of that you're not going to be able to stop us is that in the 1930s i don't know, remember exactly what year it could be 1936 don't quote me but in the 1930s the british parliament that said that jewish people could have a state in israel in palestine they banned the kufiya from being worn because a lot of people were wearing it to hide their identity. A lot of people were, re were being rebellious to hide their identity. All that did, the banning of a kufiyah, all it did was start a longer decades, decades, now 
it's gonna be maybe centuries in in 2036 stuff like that all he did was for it to just be a sign of more strength and unity to the people because in palestine in the 1930s when they got banned for the farmers everyone just started wearing it more and especially in palestine they started wearing more a uh, a certain type of kufia in the 1960s when israel was oppressing and doing all the stuff that they are doing right now israel wanted to ban if i'm not correct they did ban the palestinian flag a white red and black and green flag that flag I don't want to say it like that, but if you go on Apple Maps, like just on your app, regular Apple Maps, and you go on the um, maps, go to the Middle Eastern side of the world, and you look up where Palestine was, there's a different country in there now, and now the flag's not even on the actual thing. A different type of flag comes up, so it's a little, it's a little crazy. White and black, the white and black kufia now kind of symbolizes the second non-official because it's not officially a flag of the palestinian people to show their resilience against the jewish oppression so yeah these people are doing it in the name of a certain type of religion you're just using that religion in a wrong way you're using it in a way where you're maybe not supposed to be so you'll catch me wearing kufiyas you'll catch me wearing uh the white and black one as well so youtube spotify i'm gonna leave it at that it didn't get political you see that i didn't choose no side i didn't do nothing but you see my thoughts the way i stand so you go ahead and you think what you gotta think and if it's on my head it's on it's on there for a reason so yeah god sees everything guys god sees everything yeah even to the people in power with a lot of money that are hiding behind some big powerful doors that you can't get through and stuff like that because of certain systems and certain groups and certain rules and laws and regulations well good luck to you guys good luck huh. so yeah youtube spotify didn't get political don't turn this no other way appreciate you guys just let this be a, a normal video on your platform that's it because now we're gonna get into the token part and what you gonna do about it you gonna age restrict me now no Relax, okay? Literally, it's going to be out again for like almost 10, 15 seconds. That's about it, okay? But we will implement the new segment of what's in that jar. Hold on, you guys got to see me. <laughs> of what's in that jar. On today's episode of Thriving Talks Podcast, episode 10, we have a real coin um, company that is here often, West Coast Cures. Shout out West Coast Cure. Uh, shout out West Coast Care. We have Ultra Jack. Set that shit fucking wrong. Jack. Ultra Jack. Live resin. Sugar. So, you're going to see some videos, some clips right now of this thing. It smells wild. Very, very potenty in a way where it's like a flower smell, like a certain type of. <sighs> You almost get like a pine pine cone type of smell like it's very very flowery very very potent mm. so 
on today's episode of, well, not on today's episode, but on today's segment of What's in That Jar, we have some Ultra Jack Live Resin. Mm. Close your mouth. Sorry, guys. I'm gonna close my mouth. She don't even got headphones on, and she probably heard it. Like, yeah, I guess I'm not loud. I guess, I guess. So where's the water? It's in the car. It's in the car, guys. All right. Well, can you go get the water, please? Cut. Come back when this all this is set up. All right. Now we're back in this cold ass park, okay? The wind is starting to pick up slightly. So let's get through this what's in that jar part one. Well, not even part one. I've showed you guys multiple things. Streets Los Angeles, West Coast Cure, Pistol Whip. Come on now. Uh, all right. This is the first time that I have Ultra Jack. So we're gonna, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Mm. Gonna hit that dawn on the medium not gonna have it too high uh if you're saying why this thing is black and my whole thing is white got a 3d xl there's a clip on tiktok instagram about the 3d xl you guys go check it out i threw the white accents that come on the regular 3dx i mean on the on the white one i threw it onto the hey guys i don't know if you saw that but <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that, but uh, hopefully he's okay. He is okay, so we're good. Um, the white accents that came on the on the normal chamber of the Puffco, I just threw it onto the 3D XL, so be better, easier. Pop. Um, I like this one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. About to leave, about to... We're about to leave too. Okay. So let's take this Dabawooski. Uh -huh. I don't like all that coughing, guys. You guys ain't gonna get it here. Splendid. Oof. Oof. On medium. Okay. Okay, Ultra Jack. Good sativa. Good sativa. Okay. Damn, guys, it's cold, man. Like, I'm not even playing with you guys right now. 
You guys really fucking think that? Fuck! Can't even read the weather. Uh, can't even show you guys the weather on the iPad. Man. And the iPad no tiene signal, no tiene Wi-Fi. What minute we at? Twenty-three. That was good. That was good, Dad. Not even gonna lie. I definitely am not done with that, but for the first pull, we're, we're gonna do the Jolly Roger style, okay? Puffco CEO just throws it in there. First pull. That's how he judges it. I'm like, damn, bro, you know you're gonna judge the whole bowl? If he likes it a lot, he does so, he just goes back into it and he goes, oh yeah. And like he gives you that reaction, all that. But there's literally, I've, I've seen it sometimes where he throws a gob in there and I could tell that the bowl is not done, but he just scoops it up again. But he has said it himself that I understand the second reheat and all that doesn't taste the same. The second reheat, the terpenes in there, the way that they basically burn, they don't burn as good as the first time. And that makes sense. It all it affects everything. It affects the pool. It affects the taste. So I understand. I understand. I'm with you. It's cool. It's cool. Let's do it the Jolly Roger way. Throat is cool. <clears throat> Heart is pounding. Got a good dabbing. Not bad, Ultra Jack. Not bad. Good sativa. Sun is still out. So we got some activities to do. Psych. We ain't going nowhere. But yeah. Not bad. Episode 10. Told you it wasn't going to be that long. Might be like 20 minutes. I think so. Like around 20 minutes. Mm. Shout out Catherine behind the camera. Always. You want to tell them anything? Have a good day. Have a good day. I can hear the wind blowing into the puff coat going. <laughs> That's how much wind is right now. Uh, it's, it's cold. Uh. Well, catch you guys in the next one. This was episode 10 of Rise and Talks podcast. I think that's how I'm going to start having my episodes drop later in the week. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But I'm going to try to keep it consistent between Wednesday and Thursday. Those two days. So, see you guys on the next episode. See you guys on episode 11 of Rise and Talks podcast.